This book had its origins in the spring of 2006, in an office affording a breathtaking view across San Francisco Bay and through the Golden Gate to the Pacific beyond. This was an especially appropriate vantage point for the task. If California were a national rather than a regional economy, it would receive more frequent comparison with Australia, for it shares with its fellow settler economy on the far side of the Pacific many initial conditions relevant to its early prosperity, in addition to having a similarly enviable record of subsequent growth. More generally, observing Australian experience from outside the country heightens one's perception both of what seems noteworthy or unusual, thereby warranting greater consideration than it might otherwise attract, and of what seems unexceptional. I wanted to reflect on what is surely one of the most striking features of Australia's history, its early attainment, then retention over a century and a half, of a very high level of economic prosperity. My aim was to view this achievement not only within the context of the ever-changing international economy, which has exerted such a pervasive influence on the country's economic history, but also in a comparative perspective, drawing especially on the experience of other settler economies, in particular Argentina, Canada, New Zealand, and the United States. Another objective in writing this book has been to help fill a lacuna in discussions of the remarkable period of prosperity Australians have experienced since the last technical recession in the economy in 1991. Most attention in the media understandably focuses on short-run movements in key economic or financial indices, or on political aspects of whichever economic policy issue has fleetingly caught the attention of the public. It is less common to observe space devoted to providing context, historical and comparative, as to why Australia, virtually alone among the advanced economies, has enjoyed this extended period of uninterrupted growth. To gain more than a superficial understanding of the economy's performance during this recent period, I argue that it is necessary to adopt a perspective encompassing much of the country's history. Many debts have been accumulated in the course of writing. Conversations at the design stage with Barry Eichengreen, Rui Estevez, and Chris Michener were especially helpful. Subsequent development of the ideas and material benefited from the comments of Raj Arunachalam, Brad DeLong, Bob Gregory, Tim Hatton, Douglas Irwin, Suresh Naidu, James Robinson, Gavin Wright, and conference and seminar participants at the University of Adelaide, the University of California, Berkeley, and the University of Melbourne. Kelly Wyatt of the Reserve Bank of Australia assisted with data resources. Daniel Mabarak provided superb research assistance in the final preparation of the manuscript. I am especially indebted to Jeff Borland, Robert Dare, and Richard Pomfret, who made invaluable and detailed comments on an earlier draft. Joel Moker's many contributions greatly improved the final product. Finally, I am grateful to Seth Ditchick at Princeton University Press for his editorial support, and to Karen Carter and Marsha Kunin for their production and copy editing skills, respectively. My greatest debt is to Barry Eichengreen and the Department of Economics at Berkeley, who, across the last decade and a half, 
have generously facilitated my recurrent membership in the group of economic historians among the faculty and graduate students there. These colleagues have helped shape much of my research during this period, some of which is reflected in the following pages. Adelaide, December 2011